0: You're listening to or watching the Green Machine Live. You're home for Irish football news and nostalgia. David here, joined by Nick Mendes and kind of Martin Prendergast. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, looking very jolly there. Of course, we are live on our YouTube and Facebook channels. On tonight's programme, we're going to be talking about pretty much the window, the international window, which is coming up next Thursday. Well, starts next Thursday against France away. We're going to be talking about Stephen Kenny's squad. Was a 25-man squad. Now a 26-man squad. We'll get to that. We're going to see how well how our boys in green got on over the weekend. A bit of a mixed bag uh, for our lads playing across the water. Anyway, right. All of this and more coming live to you on the Green Machine. Well, lads, this is the first one. Uh, welcome all three of us on the podcast. I better unmute. Uh, your microphone there, Martin. Um, I'd say two two and a half of us, Dave, to be honest. Two and a half. How many of us do you see, Martin?
1: Yeah, I can see you. Don't worry about that.
0: How many, though, I I
1: can hear you too many as well. That's the problem. (laughs) That's not a problem. That is the pleasure,
0: and the pleasure is all mine. Um, Well, lads, yeah, it's first one, we've had the three of us on. It's kind of, I've been the mainstay here, you know, Spine of the team as per usual, um, but yeah, it's good to have you both on. Are we all excited for the window? Of course, the squad was announced last week. Uh, we're playing France on the Thursday, we're playing the Dutch on the Sunday, which is a bit of a weird day. We all excited? I mean, come on, I I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Love international windows, the the first
2: of the uh domestic season.
0: <laughs> God, yeah, do you remember that? That guy. Yeah, do you remember that? That's Ortega as well, ago. wasn't it? Ortega. What, yeah, what a dickhead! Nice what a yeah, a bug up his arse, didn't he? Yeah, um, but
2: no, but, but but no. In all seriousness, I, I, I'm excited for this one. You know, two, two massive teams. Um, the, the last window was horribly disappointing, but I I can see a result in one of these games, lads. I can see it. I'm always wrong. Results. <laughs> I can see two results, two losses. <laughs> No, but I can see us getting to, or I can see us getting a positive result in this window. I, I think we will, and, no, actually, I'll take it all back. We're fucked, aren't we?
0: There we go. That is the spirit. Um, Speaking of spirits, Martin, Mr. Positivity over there, how do you reckon we're going to get on?
1: Six points, isn't it? It's, it's, it's easy. It's all done. Yep. Um, oh, i will probably there, down to three points, perhaps. Absence of uh, absence, if I can say that, uh, of Calamo Dowda that's, thats a worry. Um, but no, look, I'm 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 very excited to go to the to off to Paris on Thursday, and then Dublin on Sunday. So looking forward to it. You you have to be optimistic going into these things. You know that's it. Look, we've got more looking at to give Stephen Kenny some credit here. I think, you know, we've we've been developing our players, and he's been bringing them into the squad and stuff. Look how many players now are in the Premier League. Exactly. That's yeah. that's what it's about.
2: I need only. I don't think he developed those players, though, Martin.
0: Well, have you I, had a few, Martin? I have had a few, yeah. All right. Martin, Martin's, <laughs> been I in uh, Martin's been drowning sorrows. Martin's been drowning sorrows at the Emirates today, and of course, a, a long journey back to the <laughs> other side of London for all those Man United fans. Um, just before, we, just before we get into, it, we are Irish football's most interactive podcast and stream. So have your say, leave a comment. Are you going to Paris? Are you going to Dublin? What do you think? What do you think the squad? What do you think about my Deli? How are guys going on? Tell us. We want to hear from you. We are Irish Football's most interactive podcast. Tell us uh, what you think. Actually, I'm going to go in the first comment here. going to break my rule a little bit. Connor, God bless you. Rumour has it, oh, doubt it isn't actually injured. And Prendy was just told it is so he wouldn't cry. Is that what you said? That? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, probably could, could be right there. I, I'm going to make inquiries on the injury there, to be honest. So thank you, Connor, for your... Uh, Feedback there, yeah,
0: N- nothing to do that he, with the fact that he's terrible. But you know, don't you roll your eyes at me, young man? We <clears throat> having words in Paris. Um, well, anyway, did he play the weekend?
1: No, he's injured, isn't he? That's why he's not in the Ireland squad because yeah. they yeah. keep up.
0: <clears throat> anyway, um, we're going to get into the Ireland squad. We're going to uh, just talk through that just for our audio listeners as well. I'm going to read it out. Going to put it on the screen here. So, in goal, we got Gavin Mazuna, Cuevin Calher, Mark Travers. In defence, we have Matt Doherty, Festy, and Enda Stevens, uh, Ryan Manning, James McLean. More on him later. Shane Duffy, John Egan, Nathan Collins, Darrell Shea, Darrell And then in midfield, we have Josh Cullen, Jason Maloney, Jeff Hendrick. Nick's favourite, Alan Brown, Will Smallbone, cousin Will, Jason Knight, Jamie McGrath. And up front, we have Adam Ida, Will Keane, Evan Ferguson, Aaron Conley, and Mr. Benny himself. <laughs> and then of course it came around yesterday a late addition mr amobamidele uh, i keep adding an extra over thing to that one uh, but he was called into the squad the 21 year old center back was called into the squad yesterday he, of course he is now the 20 million pound center back new signing of premier League's nottingham forest the same nottingham forest got a 1-0 win at chelsea Obviously inspired by Mr. Andrew, and Mabodelli himself. So um, <laughs> let's have a look at the squad, there, lads. We've got um, not just that. In fact, we do have a bit of Oi Big. Nick, will we do the Oi Big? Oh, we'll do the Oi Big. we do the Oi Big, and we'll can, talk I, about... can I
2: just say, lads, a, a really good discussion on the squad last week. Um, I can, I can give you a pat on the back, a virtual pat on the back from Dublin here. But a really good chat in the squad. And, you know, I mean, we're going to discuss in a couple of minutes Mm. anyway, but do check that out. Anyone listening, do listen back to that episode. The the last
0: one, I believe, in the back catalog. Absolutely. And of course, you can head over to greenmachinepodcast.com, the greenmachinepodcast.com, if you want to get our entire back catalog. Also, you can head over to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can head over to our YouTube channel. Give us a cheeky subscribe to the YouTube channel. And our lovely Green Machine followers out there, please spread the word. We are doing God's work every Sunday, nine o'clock, well, 10 o'clock. It's the trains. It's not my fault, lad. Sorry. Right. Oi, big. Come on. Here we go.
2: <laughs> right. So, our boys in green for this week. So, plenty of stuff like plenty of Premier League stats. This is probably the most Premier League stats we've had in, in years, actually. So, as we know, Evan Ferguson, hat-trick for Brighton in their 3-1 win versus Newcastle United. Nathan Collins and his sister Brentford in their 2-2 draw with Bournemouth. Will Keane, two goals for Preston North End in their 2-0 win over Stoke City. Liam De Lap. Of course, Irish eligible Liam Delap a goal for Hull City in their 1-0 win over Leicester City. Josh Cullen, an assist for Burnley in their 5-2 loss to Spurs. Mark Sykes, a goal and an assist for Bristol City. They beat Swansea City 2-1. A Phyllis Azaz goal for Plymouth Argyle. They beat Sammy Smoddix's Blackburn Rovers 3-0 into League One. And Connor Harrahan, a goal for Derby County in their 2-1 loss to Bolton. Richard Kyo a goal for Wickham Wanderers in their 1-0 win versus Northampton. And Connor Noss, a goal for, um,
1: hmm, let's try Martin,
0: this. Martin, do you want <laughs> to pronounce this one? Go on, go <laughs> for it.
1: Blauweisch-Lintz. That's
0: that very good. Actually, that that, that's actually it.
1: No, no,
2: no, that, that's nope. actually it.
0: Showed me. <laughs> well, Bla- Bla- Yeah,
2: Blauweisch-Lintz. Yeah. yeah. What's that's wrong it. with you,
1: Dave? Sorry, Mr. Is, O'Bene, let's just go back. Who? What's his first name again? Dave?
0: Nick, Martin asked you a question. No, no, Mr. Nick. O'Bene. Hey, Dozi.
1: Okay. By the end of the... I don't know how we're going to... I can't even quantify how long we can give you to learn <laughs> our uh, Luton Chelsea. Premier League. Chia cheer Chia Dozi Yeah, well done. Well done. Italian.
2: <laughs> I suppose. You I suppose. You, you, yeah, you would have been Excellent speaking a bit of Italian not here. that long ago. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <Excellent. laughs> All different sorts of languages. Excellent <laughs> over here. You can have. You can keep that one. Um, right. Well, I mean, plenty to talk about there. Obviously, look. Let's talk about the positives first. Evan Ferguson hat trick. Fantastic. Love this boy. Left foot, right foot, inside the box, off his arse. Doesn't matter. He just knows no but the ball. <laughs> the ball off his heart. It doesn't matter, does it? It just goes in. He is a natural goal scorer. I've said it before. He reminds me of Alan Shearer. He reminds me of Harry Kane. He reminds me of Jimmy Greaves. Genuinely. And he's just phenomenal. And this boy just as long as he keeps injury free over the next few years, he has got the world at his feet, hasn't he? Every the plot is coming out in Twitter Gary Lineker. you know a decent striker, wouldn't he? He was he was just all over him. I haven't even got to watch Match of the Day, actually, and I can't wait to watch it. Just fantastic, wasn't it? I let out a massive roar at work yesterday when, when he got a hat-trick. I, don't know, I may have sworn in front of some kids by mistake.
1: Nick, do you want to go? Oh, yeah. yeah. You're all right, Martin. No, I am. I mean, yeah, look, yeah. I'll, talk, I'll, I'll talk about Evan Ferguson all day. I mean, oh, we, know you know, you would, <laughs> yeah. we have to celebrate uh, a fantastic player that we have. And it's, it's tonight, you were celebrating tonight, weren't you? It's very, very exciting to see a uh, top player like this. This is, you know, we've had a lot of doldrums really with, with Irish football over the last few years. Nothing to look forward to. Um, and now we have an up-and-coming striker. Like If you think the best two previous players were linked with Ireland, with Jack Grealish and Declan Rice, there you go. I've said it. Um, now we have someone who is committed to the cause. He's got to be our mainstay for going forward. That's, that's it. And Hmm. we have to build the team completely around him in a sense that he's going to be our main striker. Uh, You know, we've had Troy Parrott, uh, Albert Vermeer coming in. We've had people try and be central strikers for us. But this guy's the real deal. He can actually do it in the Premier League every week week in, week out. And uh, yeah, he's only
0: 18. He's only 18. It's frightening.
1: It's frightening. It's completely frightening, isn't it? Martin makes a
0: great point there, Nick. Every now and again, you know, I suppose it happens. Stop stop clock is uh right twice a day, <laughs> isn't it? Uh no, but he makes a great point there, doesn't he? That you know, we 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 we've looked at players like Jude Bellingham. Oh, okay, that's a long shot, you know, in Ireland, Jersey, I suppose, when he was a kid, but Declan Rice and uh Jack Relish, you know what we could have had, you know, what we should have had maybe if it was for a bit of better management. And here we actually have a bona fide possible superstar, don't you know, touch wood. <laughs> In Evan Ferguson, and he's all ours, yeah. Uh, and look, we as Irish fans, we get so carried
2: away about any player, don't we? Any young player who, who's doing a bit of business. I mean, if you look at Aaron Connolly, Adam Ida, Troy Parrott, even, we got so carried away about, about those lads, and they're still so young, but, but there's something different about Ferguson. Ferguson just looks the full package like mm. he, he really, really does. And I think, I think that's the big thing about him. He's got the physicality already, he's only 18. He reminds me a lot of Wayne Rooney in so many ways. I mean, I'm, I'm. Suppose um, I'm not as old as you lads, but but I do remember Wayne Rooney when he Wayne right Rooney. yeah when he burst onto the scene just like Mika Richards back in two thousand and two and and just the, the pure physicality, he looked like he was about 35, didn't he? But he was only sixteen. Ferguson is a couple of years older. Um and just keeps improving. That's the big thing about Ferguson. He Connolly as well as he's doing now, he just um he declined. Same as Troy Parrott, Adam Ida had injuries. Ferguson just looks better and better and better with every game. And I think we haven't seen an Irish player really up their game and and up it to an elite standard or, you know, come on leaps and bounds in so long. Stephen Ireland's actually the last player I, I can think of, to be brutally honest. You know, the last player I remember, you know, playing in the Premier League and then coming back after a summer and just upping his game so much. I haven't seen that. We've seen so many players regress. We've yeah. seen so many players get comfortable and stagnate. Jeff Hendricks a good example. You know, someone who's been, been years That's in the Premier summer, League. No, in 2016, yeah, wasn't but, it? Yeah, but years in the Premier League and, you know, didn't really progress and ju- just stayed the same, basically. And then, I suppose, got a little bit worse with Ferguson. He's just getting better and better and better every aspect of his game. You know, for, for a big guy... You look at him and you think, oh, maybe he's a target man. He's, he's good in the air or whatever. He's got the full package. His feet are fantastic. He's technically excellent. You know, I think he's going to be playing a, a deeper role for Ireland, maybe going forward, maybe under the next manager, whoever that is, in, in a few years' time. Um, because I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be the player. Pull, uh, uh, although he's a striker, I think he's going to be the player pulling the strings because he's that good. I think he can read the game so well. And mm. as Martin rightly said, we're going to have to build a squad around him. I mean, we're we're speaking about the guy nearly every week. But you know the, He just keeps well? getting better. He just keeps you know getting what,
0: better and better and better. Do you know what I love about him as well? When you watch him score, he just looks like he's enjoying it. Looks like he's having a time of his life out there. He's living the dream, enjoying his football. He is, and I love that about him. Like he does seem to have his head, you know, on his shoulders. He, he's obviously getting good guidance from his family. But when you see him out there and he scores, he's like, "Look at this, this! Is brilliant." And I just hope, he, I just hope he keeps. Obviously, I don't want you know him to to go down the path of other footballers, Irish footballers, to get cosy and he settled down and happy. You know, and they're, they're made for life. No, no, no. Go out and start winning. To, you know, not now. He's at the right club, of course go and start winning things, you know, prove yourself, you know, be playing in the Champions League, winning the Champions League, that kind of thing. But I hope he keeps that innocence about him, that just pure joy of just out there and playing. You know, you see players now and you celebrate and it's like, mm, you know, and they, uh, I think he had a bit of a, um, he was he was a lad actually, he was an Irish lad who uh, it was actually Malumby. And I like Malumbi, but, you know, he's like, no, no, give us a second lads and he's, he's practicing the celebration. No, come on, just, let the emotion take you, you know. Like, I hate when players have traditional, um, when you have trademark celebrations, it does my head in because you know, it just, it just feels unnatural. You know, if you want to go out and you just, you know, when you score, and you just go mad for it. I, I love that about him, just, just, just be like that, just stay like that,
2: and I just, I, just play I, the game for the love of it. I, and just on him, Dave. Because I'm just conscious, it's it's, a, it's an O big and and all the talk about Evan Ferguson, Will Will Keane. I mean, a guy that gets a lot of flack from Irish fans. And yeah, I mean, pre- Preston have gone to the top of the table. You know, they're they're top of the table, unbeaten in the championship. And and Keane is, I think he's four or five goals already this season. And he's one of those guys who, as I said, he gets a bit of a slag and He declared for us pretty late. He's a good player. You know, he's he's an instinctive striker. I think he's, he's been, been our top. I think he's been our top scorer in England albeit in the championship and, and league one for, for the mm. last three, four seasons, you know, so he's banging in the goals. I, I, I'm i delighted. He's in the squad. He's never really gotten a fair crack with us. I think he, he played against Lithuania, didn't he? In that, that game where we had seven goals chalked off. So he, he's another player. who's going to, who, who could be trusted in this window. You know, I, I can see a situation where you could see Ferguson and Keane up front based on form. You know, if, if, if Kenny doesn't go well, like Benny. So, He's another guy who's done unbelievably well and and I wouldn't say he's gone under the radar because he's scoring goals, but he's someone who probably doesn't get um, a fair deal
0: from Irish fans, to be brutally honest. Okay, um, fair enough. Um I just want to remind everybody home if you're when you're where you're watching, remember, have your say, get involved. I want us comments coming in. Are you going to Paris? Tell us what you think. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Ask us a question. Get involved. It's, it's there for you. Just don't get us thrown off the air. Um and one player, of course. Then the other end of the pitch didn't have a great weekend. Sunderland beating Southampton 5-0 with Gavin Bizzuno and goal. That, and Ryan Manning as well in the fence, that isn't good, is it? That's that's really... No. No, it's not. Look, he's
2: conceded a lot of goals already and it, even in the Premier League last season, I mean, the, the statistics, I'm not big on, you know, um, expected goals, XG and all that kind of stuff, but the the, the stats are a little bit telling with Bizzuno. He struggled very contemporary keeper, loves to play it out from the back. You can see that he, he learns a lot of Man City, even though he wasn't there for too long, but you have to remember how young the guy is as well for a goalkeeper. I mean, you you look at so many goalkeepers and they go well into their late 20s or late 30s now. So, Bezunu still has a lot to learn, but but well, I will be concerned. Yeah but, you, yeah,
0: but the
2: other well, thing is lad, you, you've Alex McCarthy on the bench, vastly experienced keeper, and, and if things are shipping then Russell Martin will go with, with McCarthy I think. Um, and there, it's not all necessarily Bazuna's fault. You look at the way Southampton are trying to play. It's a possession-based uh, game. We've got Will Smallbone there, Ryan Manning there playing in that system. It looks very, very attractive. It went very, very wrong yesterday. And I would be concerned. Uh, Mark Travers doing very, very well with Stoke. Queven Kelleher not playing. So you, you could have a situation where, because Stephen Kennedy's done it before, lads. He has come up with big with, with, with big choices and big decisions. Mm-hmm. And you could have a situation where Mark Travers... Maybe Bento's headed, though,
0: doesn't it? Because Travers, well, I mean, Travers got into the Iron team on merit and the game against Serbia, the 3 2, and he's never really recovered. I know he's made a couple of appearances, but he never really recovered after that, did he? Because, yeah, but that's that, that,
2: that's a long time ago. This, you know, he's. But, he he he's played he's, he had a really, really good season for Bournemouth in between that spell. But you if know, you're Stephen a...
0: Kenny and you know your arse is on the line here and you need to get mm. at least three points, are you gonna take a risk? I mean, I think he, I think goalkeeper wise we're in a very precarious position here because you have a goalkeeper who's having a tough time with um Bazunu. You have a goalkeeper who is rusting and is just sitting there and he's he hasn't got a move again and he's just gonna sit on the bench because Allison ain't gonna be dropped unless you know, he's in phenomenal form at the moment. Liverpool seem to be back on, on the up or going the right direction, at least. And then you have another goalkeeper who last time he played in the big, um, you know, he shit the bed, quite frankly. I, I, that's
2: a long time ago, Dave. Dave. I, will, I, will, I take absolutely no heed of that, to be honest. Because as I said, really? that season with Bournemouth, no, that season with Bournemouth where he, where he had the record number of clean sheets or whatever, that came after that. Yeah, and I actually there. remember him no, but I remember him playing against... Because it was Mitrovic. Mitrovic made made shit of him in that game in, in Belgrade. And I remember him actually playing against Fulham in the league and, and doing excellently well. He's doing really, really well with Stoke. He's learned a lot. He's developed you know a lot. He in the Premier League.
0: Travers. He's had two, he's had, he's had two bites at it. He's had two bites at cherry. I don't, I
2: don't, I, I don't agree are. with that. I don't agree with that. No, Travers. Well, why, Travers is it, why is he going with Neto then? Because Neto is, is a fantastic keeper. Neto's the captain. He, he came Travers, from Barcelona. No, but I Travers no, I, 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 no, I wouldn't go with that. I don't think that was Travers' fault that he was dropped or anything like that. Travers Travers, Travers did absolutely fine. Um Travers did absolutely fine the Premier League. Bournemouth were struggling, really, uh, yeah. really were relegation candidates, and he went for experience. I don't think that was anything to do with Travers and and his But why um, is it on then? Like, I mean he, he started he, with Tra- he started with Travers. Yeah, but Neto Neto's a hugely experienced player a hugely experienced player. And that's what Gary O'Neill went for. He wanted experienced players. He wanted guys that can get them out of relegation. So, it, 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 and, he, and he wanted... Like, Neto's come in as captain. He's come straight in as captain. That That's what it was to do with.
0: What's it end to do with Mark uh, Travers' ability? I know. I, I told you had with, a few ropey games in the Premier League. He's, he's no, a very he, good championship goalkeeper. I don't think he did.
2: I don't think he did, though.
0: He's a very good championship goalkeeper, and he's obviously in better form in Mazzino at the moment uh, in, in the championship. But as I said, he did play that game... Two years ago was it? Was it two years ago? Three years ago? Twenty twenty wasn't it? Twenty one, I think. Yeah, twenty one. But, but a long
2: time. Ago. As I said, he's learned so much from that. That that's. I wouldn't even. Would I wouldn't you even look at look at that game?
0: If you're Stephen Kenny, who 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 do you play now? I, I mean, go. I go. I. I'm for. I go for Travers,
2: but I know Stephen Kenny. He'll go for Bizzunu. i I'm, I'm. You know, has been his. Been his number one. So, I can understand it. But. I can't exactly say like, if you talk about Travers not being confident from a game two years ago, I don't think Bizzouna is going to be confident from his performances
1: recently, to be honest. Yeah, personally, I think, I think uh, Bizzouna is number one, isn't he, for us. And you know, the two lads, they very good goalkeepers, but it, they're both 24. Like, unfortunately we haven't got that experienced senior pro goalkeeper who's hanging around the squad. Like, like Randolph's not there anymore. And, um, uh, you know i think that's that's a thing he he can't call on anyone more experienced and i don't think he's going to do that anyway i think he's going to trust bazunu and i think backup will be um like kelleher if if it's if it goes wrong but you know the, the fact is sadly that they're not both playing and i think bazunu all right he's in the firing line but he's a very competent goalkeeper and i think he has to be trusted because he hasn't let us down and I, I just think that that it. Just overall, I think. Well, you know, we thought Kelleher was going to get the move. Travers obviously not worked out there with him kind of playing regularly, but that, that's just the nature of the goalkeeper, isn't it?
0: Well, here here's some interesting comments here. I, I'm going to go into the comments because it's prevalent to what we're speaking about. So Connor um, goes on about Muzinu saying that he's been brilliant this season, bar Saturday. Yes, he was very poor on Saturday. Every other goal he conceded wasn't his fault, and then. Connor says to me, Travers hasn't had two bites of the cherry at the Prem, Dave. Uh, he played one game as a young player. Then last season, they bought in a top-class keeper. Nick is 100% right. Uh, you can't be the best keeper in a championship for Bournemouth, then all of a sudden be a terrible Prem goalkeeper. And then, John Mucklin, Muckian. Travers was benched last year after he shipped nine. Yeah, we responsible Liverpool. For, for none of those goals, though, if you watch it back. No, like I mean, none of those
2: goals he are responsible I, for, so I don't think it was based on that, to be he, honest.
0: I remember he when he had his first season with Bournemouth, where he came on and made a debut against Spurs, yeah, and he did well. And then I think he saw out the rest of that season. And then the next season, did he not start? And then he was benched. And he he, he went he, had, he went he went into pre
2: season, and I think he got an injury, and then Aaron Ramsdale came in from, and Ramsdale did really well, and subsequently got a move to Sheffield United, I think wasn't it? And then went to Arsenal. So. You know, he he was he was unlucky there, Travers. It was preseason that kind of fucked him over, to be honest.
0: I don't know so, if it was the injury or what it was. But Ramsdale I mean, obviously overtook him and did very, very well. We 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 said on on the, the talk, um on the last one, the the uh the squad reaction we were talking about obviously bizunu would start. Because he, he just will. He's Ireland's number one. He hasn't had a terrible, terrible game for Ireland yet, but you know, he has been a bit like a days ago for a couple of goals, especially from outside the box. And that has been a criticism of Bazunu. And I know Conor might not agree with me there, but let's be honest, we've, we've conceded a lot of goals from outside the box. Um, and also, you know, you've got Travers obviously playing and Kelleher not. But we said that if Bazuna didn't play, that he would play Kelleher just on reputation over Travers. Now, despite what I said about Travers, about the Premier League or or whatever, you know, I do think that's absolutely mad. But I, I do think you would do you think you do that, Nick? Do you think you play Keller just simply because he's a Liverpool player over Travers? Kenny, that is. No.
2: I, I can't see it happening. No, I I I think he's I think he's overly loyal sometimes and I, I think Bizzuna will be starting, but I think I think Kelleher is the third choice keeper at the moment. You think he's third um, choice? I think he is, yeah. No, I think okay. he is because I I said Travers is playing, he's playing well, and I think Kenny does value that, unless you're Jeff Hendrick. Um <laughs> You know, he wants his players playing. I mean, Max O'Leary as well at Bristol City. I'm surprised he's not in the squad. I'd actually have him over Kelleher because he's doing very, very well. He's playing every week. So, you know, I, I, I can't see Kelleher getting any. Who knows? Like, he, he could spring a surprise. He might say, well, Bizunu's shipping a lot of goals. I don't trust Travers. Kelleher's the next in line. So I, I don't know, but that's how I'd read it.
0: That's just how I'd read it. Okay. Uh, Connor coming. Jesus. Connor. Some <laughs> go on, Nick. You tell them. <laughs> Cheers, Connor. bollocks. Um, Spurs was the last game of the season. Yep, that's right. I remember that actually now. And they were just giving a young lad a game from the 21s. And but he does agree with me that Bazouna has conceded too many from outside the box. He still has a lot to work on. And he is young. And let's be honest, you know, we're not are not sticking the boot into the lads. it's just we're just having a conversation about it. You know, he is a very young goalkeeper. Some goalkeepers don't uh, remember Shea Given. You wouldn't remember yeah. this. Shea Given, great greatest Irish goalkeeper of all time, and he was terrible.
1: Paul Packy, Paul Packy.
0: Do you disagree, Martin? No, I'm not. There you great. go.
1: <laughs> <But> Given <laughs> Given, <laughs> Given had bad repeated, spells. But...
2: Given oh, yeah. had bad spells for Newcastle. You know, after the World Cup as well, he had a very bad bad spell, and he was yeah, dropped for
0: Steve cool. Harper, wasn't he? So, Champions so he, League as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. And, and, and your beloved your uh, World Cup 2002 campaign as well. Uh, actually, Anna Kelly started in gold for Ireland for that, for the first few games. So, yeah, I'm not, you know, look, these labs are going to be fantastic um, in the future. Um, So, what do we make of Andrew Armabamadeli omitted? Now, we made a point here during the midweek show. We were chatting about, obviously, Shane Duffy's in and Oma Bambadali was out. And Duffy was keeping Oma out of the team. Now, was that on form? Possibly. But also, I think it had something... To, would you agree, uh, Nick, that was something maybe to do with the fact that he was off looking for a move away, supposed to be allegedly yeah. against Milan? Maybe a bit yeah, of look, look there was know. a lot of... I mean,
2: there there, there was a leak a good while ago, wasn't it, from Oma from mother, wasn't it, that he was in talks with, with AC Milan? And that was back in kind of... Early July, wasn't it? So I I don't think he was on the bench because he was dropped or because, um, because Shane Duffy is is a better player. I mean, I I think it was because he was trying to thrash out a move, and they kind of thought, well, this guy's going to leave anyway. So you know, why would we start the season off with, with this? Yeah, why would we start the season off with this center half when he's not going to be here? You want your you want your teams to gel at the start yeah. of the season, and at least if he's coming off the bench, you still have that quality player. But he's not integral. Um, to the starting team, and Duffy Duffy came in and leapfrogged them internationally somehow. But that's you, the only reason I don't think he was starting for Norwich.
0: Do you agree? I mean, I, my point was, and I think Martin, I think Martin, you agreed me. If if I'm wrong, Martin, please please come in. But we were saying that you know Shane Duffy, as much as we love Shane Duffy, um, he doesn't see Kenny's style. The style that Kenny. Uh, you know professors he wants to play, playing out from the back like Shane Duffy is, you know, your last, last dish defender. He's a plan B, but Kenny doesn't have a plan B. You know, that it was it was short sighted, even though Duffy was keeping Andrew out of the side. Um, but he should have gone with now, he's back in the team anyway, but he should have picked him straight away. Like I, I think you were saying as well you, yourself, Think like, don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm a bombardier. He should have been in the squad from the start, shouldn't he, if he was fit? Yeah. I didn't understand it to be honest. Like
2: I, I don't know why he's just come in now. Because I mean, I, I don't think it's a thing that Kenny didn't name him because he was trying to get a move. I mean, whether he got a move or not, he was going on international duty or the international window was happening. So I I, I really don't understand it. Um, it's a lot of centre halves and like there there's arguments coming in for for Liam Scales now. I think he got man the match against Rangers. If 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 I can be proven incorrect there i will be but i think he got man the match he looked very very good but we saw many center halves i wouldn't have had daryl ennehan in there i would have had omobamadele over him but mm. no it's, it's 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 a strange one and it, and it looks bad as well i think it's kind of like oh well he got a premier league move we better call him up i don't think that's a it's it's a good look but i, but no, I don't I, think it, i don't think it's anything to do with him getting the transfer that he wasn't called up to so the ireland I, I, squad I, I, because because the because it would have been wrapped up by the games anyway the transfer, the
0: transfer window. Exactly. And I mean, you know, it's a phone call, isn't it? Just include him in the squad and just join up when you do your medical or whatever. Because obviously he couldn't play on the Saturday because he had to be done by 12 p.m. on the Friday. Uh, for, you know, so he's never going to play. If anyone out there, by the way, watching, if you do know what the story is, because we genuinely don't know um, because well, it was a 25-man squad. Go on, Martin. Come on.
1: Oh,
0: come on, Ste- Martin. Ste-
1: Stephen Kenny said, that Stephen, uh, you know, uh, Duffy's playing ahead of him. No, no, why Arma Bamadeli, though. Keep Yeah, up, but that's Aaron. what he said though. He did he did oh, he did say No, but why he's Duffy, brought in now. Oh no, why he's brought in now, we don't yeah. know. But oh, gee, Duffy Jesus. Duffy was brought in and he and he was asked about Oma Bamadeli. Easy for me to say. Um but he he was asked about him and he did say uh, you know, that Duffy's playing for Norwich ahead of him, and he probably didn't think he was good enough, to be honest. How that was is it. Kenny. He, he was not... asked in the, in the press conference. He was asked, that and he, that was his answer. But so is I Kenny is not to get savvy cool enough that?
2: To, to to see that. Like we we can see that. We we knew that he's he's um he's speculation. been Speculation. Yeah. We knew, yeah, we knew there was a lot of speculation about him leaving. And as I said, there was a leak. So it looked like he was in, in talks hmm. with AC Milan for the, the last few weeks. And I think Bournemouth were looking at him as well. So there, there was a lot of talk of him going. And and you. you you'd imagine that's why Norwich weren't playing him because Ombamidele is better than Shane Duffy and he's better than Grant Hanley. You know, and, mm. and i say anything. They don't want to get injured today. They don't want to they get injured. Yeah. But, but surely Stephen Kenny can recognize that and say Ombamidele is on the way out of Norwich. They're not going to start him because they want the team to gel. So they're going to go with Shane Duffy and Grant Hanley. I mean, if there's any Norwich City fans on the on the stream at the moment, which I don't think there is, they probably agree with that. You know, but and how and does Stephen Kenny not recognize that? How does I... Stephen Kenny not recognize that? And we do. And it's the future. That's and, the thing. And most the... and most people, not just us, but
0: most people who understand a bit of ball would know that that's that's what was going on. And it's the future. That's the thing. Like here's yeah. the guy. You want to play, you want you profess that you want to play a ball playing, you know, play it out from the back. You got Egan, you have um Amabamadelli, and you have um Collins. Obviously, you got Shea as well. They're ball playing center halves. So Duffy isn't. Yeah. Duffy is a liability on the ball, he is a great Defend a defender in terms of last ditch, you know, heading it out, clearing out to Rose yeah. But if you're trying to change the DNA the Irish football team and play it out from the back, he's a liability. But, but
2: when he tried to play it out from the back, Dave, against Scotland, we were nearly 3-0 down after 10 minutes. And yeah. I think, Duff, like, Duff, Duffy's a fantastic player. I mean, Duff, don't get me wrong. He's a really, really good player. I don't think, sound. yeah, I don't think he's suited to a, a back three. He could maybe play in a back two with the ball playing... Uh, Defender like Oma Bamadele. Mm. but I mean, I wouldn't be going for for Daryl either. I mean, I've I've been watching. I, I can't remember which game it was. It was a whole Middlesbrough anyway. It'll come to me anyway. But I was watching he's never that impressed
0: day. in green, is he? No, yeah. But like he's he's nearly NFL thirty.
2: Yeah, he's nearly thirty now. He was really really poor against Greece. I think he did mm. all right against Ukraine last year. I remember watching him against against. Now I, I'll, I'll I'll be extremely hypocritical here because I was saying the Mark Travers, um, game from a couple of years ago should be null and void. Well, the Northern Ireland game where where lenehan made his debut he was shocking or not his debut but he played he was shocking so you know surely a lad like that as good as he did last season you have to be gone for Amabamadele in the first place and as i said liam scales i you know he gets a he gets a really bad time from the celtic fans but he was excellent today he's a left footer you know he 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 would offer a little bit of balance i don't think he'd, he'd start for us but it's mad how he he was in squads when he wasn't even playing for
1: celtic and now that he's mm.
2: playing for Celtic. He's not in the squad. I just, yeah. I just don't get the logic. That, 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 was, the logic. During,
1: that was a point I made. That was point I made during the week as well. We were talking about like, Manning coming in, Ender Stevens coming in. Like, what has Liam Scales done within that Ireland squad to mean that he's been brought over to the Malta game and now he's not, like, not good enough yeah. anymore? It, it just doesn't yeah. make sense.
2: But can I come on on something again? Daryl Enahum was playing really well for Middlesbrough last season, and he was getting overlooked. Yeah. He's not playing well for them at the moment, and now he's
0: getting in the squad. Oh, just so like
2: where where's all the logic? Where's the logic come from? J-
0: just an update <laughs> here, lads, uh, from John and uh, we'll, we'll take his word for it. They called up Andrew because of the knock to Egan. We were we were wondering about that. Um There is a chance he starts against France, in my opinion, similar to Portugal. That, that, that's that's fine, though.
1: That, that's fine, Dave. But still, I think he should have been in the original squad. 100. The matter about Egan having a knock. now. Like, why is he on standby? That's 100. He's like, the future. We, 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 Again, I'm going to knock the communications people from the FAI on this. Who was the people on standby? Because that's what we need to kind of know, in a sense. You need to have three or four players. Do you like do them. know me. Tell you they that they do, do know me. Tell you that they did it now. Me. But like well, I've definitely been there. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, no. Listen, I, I agree with you there. Um, <laughs> moving on to the next part of the squad. Obviously, um, James McLean. He's playing on fourth tier of English football. He took. An exception, exception to, Nick. to well, everybody, Nick. doesn't he? To Nick. To Nick. Yeah, Nick's <laughs> obsessed, James. So let, here, here's his uh, Instagram post. I'm going to read it, by the way, for our audio listeners. Uh, I am going to read it as it is written. So it's not my grammar that's poor this time. Um, and also, um, by the way, your comments are coming in, guys. Keep them coming in. I want to hear from you guys. Who's going to France? Who's going to say hello to us in France? He's going to the matches in Dublin. And do you agree with what we're saying? Keep the comments coming in. Some great discussion. We will get to them. Uh, so fantastic stuff. Can, right. can I- you do
1: James McQueen, McLean's quote in uh, in his accent, please?
0: <laughs> no, why don't you do that, Martin? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear your Irish accent. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, the disrespect show my people... Who's has either done very, very little in the game or never kicked the ball in their life. Probably couldn't tell you if a ball was blew up or stuffed, comma. Just because you talk a good game or write a good game does not change the above. League to this and lead to that talk. And to judge the league, comma, listen, these same idiots be up in arms calling for League of Ireland players to be in the squad and starting. I respect the hell out of the League of Ireland, or LOI, it made me, but do not tell me it's a better standard uh, outside of the top two clubs in Scotland. That's not a better standard either. I'll argue all day on that. If this insults anybody, by the way, then good, it was meant to. Yeah, Nick, good. <laughs> just God for the record,
2: just for the record, it's not about us, but I do know who it is about. Um, and it is about another, um, I suppose, fan base channel. And to be fair to them, they weren't exactly going in on James you know so it's a uh, can you send him the Did pro- do you want to mention who it was no no i don't know but it, he's easily rattled <laughs> he's, he's easily rattled i think i think on the mclean thing he's played the full campaign he was very good against gibraltar the only reason that he would have been dropped is because he's gone to league two and if you if you break it down to the bare bones james mclean won't be playing against any international players in the next Month or so, or or, or sorry, he hasn't played in the last month or so against any international players. If you look at Fessio Baselli, um, who's vastly inexperienced, he was playing against Juventus a couple of weeks ago. You know, he's playing against a, a rake of international players, so that would be the concern. I think when you have a lad who's got 100 caps and as I said, has been involved for this current campaign, I think it's all right. Like the Welsh, I, I know I keep bringing this example up, and maybe it's not a good one, but the Welsh. Have had a lot of League Two players in their squads in the last several years. You mm. know they've ju- they've just come back from a World Cup and a European Championship. So, you know it it can be done. Will will he be playing past this campaign? Probably not. Should he be? I don't think so. I don't I don't think if there's players in a higher you know playing at a higher level that are younger that are fresher, um, they they probably should be in ahead of him. But as I said for this campaign, and Kenny has to get results. He trusts them. He fits his system. He did well against Gibraltar. You can't, you know, at the end of the day, you're as good as your last game. And I think for international level, you're as good as your last international window for your country. And McLean was our best player in the last game against Gibraltar. So it's it's very hard to drop him. I think. But those comments, those comments, by the way, like he needs to just. I don't know why he takes any. Yeah, I don't know why he takes any notice. Like I mean, like at the at the end of the day, lads. I mean, the, the players are nothing without the fans and. He he doesn't have to take any notice of what fans say or what journalists say, but it's the fans that that matter, you know. And that that's what irked me about that, you know. And as I said, it's not about us. Like we we we've, we've been very very, um, you know, we we've given James a huge amount of praise, especially around his hundred cap. Mm. Um, even when he wasn't playing well, as we we really did get behind James. So it isn't it isn't it isn't about us because I know people were wondering. But he needs to he needs to you know respect fan
0: opinion as well here's, or ignore it or ignore it. What I don't get right. I mean, it's, it's, it's only normal to question somebody who's gone for playing in the second tier of English football, which is an acceptable level, by the way, for, and that's just where we're at at the moment. Hopefully we, we will get better, but he's a 34 year old. And now he's playing his game is based on pace that will, he's still fit. He's still in incredible shape, but that is his pace will, um, uh, what's the word? Disintegrate over time. That is just, that is just physics. That is just natural what will happen to his body. And now he's playing in the fourth division of English football. Mm. It's, you know, people are right to turn around and say, mm, I don't know if he should be in that. Now, look, he might still be good enough at the chat, like, as if in the stink of League Two won't be attaching itself to him just yet in terms of he's playing, he's going to be playing these four-tier players week in, week out. You know, you're gonna to adapt to that lower level because you're not playing at a higher level anymore. That's just life. That's just the way football is. If you're playing in a if you're playing in a Premier League and you you adapt to that, you're you're playing at a higher standard. You become a better player. You're well, playing in the lower, Pau, league, you become Vera, a worse player. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you today, but
2: we we Vera, I know Vera Pau obviously you know were relieved of her duties during the week, but but Martin and I had a conversation with Vera Pau just before Christmas. And she said how we are speaking about Gus Hiddink and how he conditioned the South Korean team for the 2002 World Cup, and we said would we basically posed the question would she be taking a similar approach or sorry how she took a similar approach for playing very strong opposition to strengthen the Ireland team and she made the really good point and I know it's really really on theme with Vera losing her job this week but she made the really good point as um, you're only as good as the opposite or sorry you're you're you, you're, not that you're only as good as the opposition you play. Well, I can't remember what the actual line she used was, but basically you condition yourself to your opposition. Mm. And if James McLean, as I said, if James McLean is playing against, um, you know, a League 2 player, now that League 2 player could be a very promising Premier League player who's on loan. But that's the that's the standard that he's playing. You know, that's the standard that he's playing against. As I said, the experience he's got, um, and to be honest, just the, the sheer physicality and the sheer fitness he has, you know, he's he's in tremendous shape. Yeah. He, he will get by. And can I just say as well, lads, I mean, James McLean under Stephen Kenny, I think is a better player than James McLean under Martin O'Neill. And I know he scored the goal against Wales. He scored the goal against Austria. Like James McLean will run into brick walls. He he was very, very wasteful under Martin O'Neill. Like he was very frustrating to watch under Martin O'Neill. With Stephen Kenny he plays with a lot more control. And people might get annoyed because he passes the ball back a bit more or maybe he's a little bit safe. But he wasn't safe under Martin O'Neill. He was wasteful under Martin O'Neill, where where Stephen Kenny, he was brilliant against Gibraltar. His delivery is fantastic. And
0: he's simplified his game. He's cooled his head a bit. So, you know, I think... But as as he goes, the only he gets, like, there will be a decline. That is just just nature. Yeah. Yeah, it's just physics, and he, he will, you know. And I think by the end of this campaign, I think we said it before that he probably will be involved until the end of the campaign. And look, he'll he'll still play; he won't retire from Ireland. He'll he'll either be phased out by the manager or injury take over somebody who come in. Um, but yeah, I think he just needs to calm down a little bit. I think, yeah. people no, just I don't, I, I, I don't
2: like I don't like the calling out fans. And I mean, I've, I've the utmost respect for James. He's you know hundred caps for the team. I support. You know. well... Uh, Eleven goals, which is actually very good considering our goal-scoring records aren't fantastic. And as I said, I really, really, as a fan, I really admire a player that looks after themselves, and I really admire a player that takes feedback on board, as he has under Stephen Kenny. He has improved under Stephen Kenny, whether he was thirty-three or whatever. But I, but I, but I don't like him calling it fans. The fan, we will be there far, or fans will be there way after James McLean is. You know, oh, I like and, 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 fa- and I like fans James. are and fans are important. So you know, yeah. obviously, this this other um, this other outlet, they're well entitled to their opinion as fans, and you know, and James it- ha- James has to just scroll on by and just not let it bother him.
0: And I think it's I think it's fair to say as well. Look, if he's still doing the business for Ireland, he's playing and he's playing in uh, League Two. No one's going to bat an eyelid. You know, you still oh. have a little bit, but you know, if you're still doing it, you're doing it. But if you're gonna, if you're not going to be doing it, if you're not going to be able to get past players anymore, well, it's going to be, well, you're not playing at, at, at a high enough standard. It's that simple. It, it's not personal, James, if you're listening. He does actually follow Nelson Road, by the way. Um, but you know, it's not personal. We're not all having an attack, we, we're just asking an honest question. If you keep doing the business, James, we'll welcome you with, with open arms. And I think you'd be doing yourself a disservice and your country a disservice if you weren't doing the business. And surely. Who wants that? Speaking of wing backs, you pointed out during the week that I was giving out about wing backs, uh, you know, and how. <laughs> no, and you know, fair enough. And you raised the point. Po- I don't think I communicated properly. Actually, I didn't communicate it properly. We have tons of wing backs. I may have suggested we didn't have any, but my point was that we have them. But Stephen Kenny doesn't pick them, and that's why he utilises players like James McLean, who has done a decent job as a wing back, um, Callum Adeoda. Enough said. And also, um, Jason Knight, who actually did well, although it was against Gibraltar. So that, that was my point. I just wanted to get back there about, about the L wingbacks, that he is trying to play a wingback system without wingbacks, which to me is absolutely mental. And the fact that he's taken in safe playing right wingers. He's a right winger, isn't he, Callum and, Definitely. He plays. He plays left wing, but he goes in. He can play left and right. That's how good he is. Yeah. But, yeah, he... <laughs> well, and he and he play, he's two left feet. Um, but he plays as a, as a wing back for Ireland, and you know, as you said, he's too safe. But that, that was my point about that. Like, if you if you haven't got the wing backs that are you don't have wing backs that use, you, you know, you don't have wing backs who you like or will play. Don't play this with wing backs. It's that simple. Cut your cloth accordingly. <sighs> anyway, I just just wanted to get that bit um in there. Um Lads, I think um I think we've sort of exhausted the conversation about the squad. It's all gonna be very interesting. We'll see who's gonna pull out if uh, John Egan does uh pull out as it goes on. But- I think the only I think the only thing they sorry, I won't spend
2: long on it, but I mean Sammy Smoddocks has to be in that squad. He, he yes. should have been in that squad and it's it's shocking yeah. that he isn't yeah. because he he's been fantastic for Black now, sorry, his last couple of games for Blackburn, he actually hasn't been he hasn't been fantastic, but he's had a great start my point on him is he offers something different. You know, we don't have another player like Sammy Smoddix. Jamie McGrath has only played, I think two games this season for Aberdeen, you know, two games this season for a very poor Aberdeen side, can I say as well. And Sammy Smoddix is a player a little bit like we spoke about Evan Ferguson. They're not the same type of player, but what I'm saying is Smoddix keeps improving. Like Smoddix keeps adapting his game. He keeps getting better and he's done really, really well under John Dal Thomason. And, we are a team that relies on playing on the counter and we need a player who can drop into the pockets and create and Smoddox will give us that. And
0: we haven't picked him. So we pick Jeff Hendrick has said who's just giant. Yes. It's yeah. just yeah. mental. Now, fair point. We're going to move on to the comments. Thank you for that guys. Um, by the way, as always, have you say, get involved. Um, we will be on until we get to the bottom of the comment section. So, you know, Keep going, get in what you can. Are you, who's going to Paris? Uh, and that's the thing, we're going to be in Paris, Martin, you and I, aren't we? We're going to, in the city of love, you and me. Oh God. No, no <laughs> Callum, though. Callum's not in no Paris. No,
1: no, 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 two Callums. No Callum Robinson, no Callum O'Dowd. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, you could be the big C there. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we are, no, I was going to say, going over on Wednesday, not Tuesday. Eng- English. English. yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I uh, can't wait for it. Going over on the Eurostar, standard premiere. Who Who's going on, anyone out there going on the Eurostar? You, Martin, you're going on the Eurostar. They're actually yeah, letting you on the yeah, Eurostar. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, getting yeah. a bag of cans, Nick, on the Eurostar. I never thought he'd be into that. No. Um,
1: yeah, wh- no. what are you bringing over, John Smith, yeah? No, probably Uh. uh Caffreys. Caffreys, did I do Caffreys anymore? I don't mean that. Do, no. do Where's that <laughs> come from? I do not know. You old <laughs> <Jesus>. bastard! You. <laughs> I am old. Jesus, that was in Guinness, day? have a bit of class about you if you're going to do it. I ah, remember Guinness in a can. I don't know. Like, look, look. Give us your
0: opinion now. Guinness in a can. I don't know. Give us your opinion. Yeah, Guinness in a can. Um, I tell you what, though, I will, when I'm in Dublin, I am looking forward to having a pint of non-alcoholic Guinness again because it's actually quite nice. for You know. Yeah, zero. Yeah. No, no, no! It is, it is. It's not as creamy, but it's quite nice. But anyway, we are going to be in Paris. Say hello to us. We're going to be
1: hanging around. Martin, where are we hanging around? Other than the brothels? Oh, sorry, the um <laughs> uh, the hotels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're actually sta- we're, we're actually <laughs> meeting the wrist Londoner meeting at the uh, Indiana Cafe Restaurant up near the, near the stadium, Park de Prance in Saint Cloud. Mm-hmm. It was quite an interesting call during the week when I uh, rang them to kind of get a reserve. <laughs> and uh, at Rangnam and uh, yeah.
0: Rue, France <laughs> Ang- Angleterre.
1: Angleterre, Angleterre, um, very doughboy esque, but uh, mm. yeah, we got there in the end, and uh, yeah, we reserved the place there. So, some from half four till half seven, uh, we will be at St. Claude, Yeah, um, and no. uh, at the Indiana Cafe restaurant. There you go. Now, the game is obviously uh, A
0: 45 local time. Uh, but we will be around. I get into Paris um, on the Wednesday. So if you see me about, say hello to me, um, you know, which is always nice. Love love, love meeting our followers. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and lovely, lovely people out there as well. And we will be around that area, around the actual part of France. But we're going to have video. We're going to be talking to people. We're going to post anyway. So do have a look in the old Instagram. We're going to try a bit of TikTok as well. I still don't know. I mean, you don't get random videos of women with, you know, showing... Yeah, I'm like, who's this one? I don't, really don't know who these people are. And then somebody just standing there, miming to a song. I was like, this, is this what social media has crumbled to? Outrageous. And actually, I was talking to a young lad right at work, and he's, he's French. And he was, he was saying, you know, I'm going over to France. And he's like, oh, you know, you he's like, you English players, like you don't play for passion in your country. Like, you know, you for about money. Like, so hold on a second, mate. I'm Irish. Martin's English, you know. <laughs> and he was just like, Oh, you Irish, English are all the same. He starts going on about oh, you all play for I was like, hold on, what team do you support? Oh, Paris Saint-Germain. Oh, shall we talk about Mbappe, shall we? And then he just went quiet. And I just sort of I gave him one of those. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you made yeah, you made it. I shut him up anyway. Um, but anyway, right, I do uh, digress. So, guys, we will be in Paris. Do say hello, Martin and myself, you know it. We'll be around. I always, always, always love meeting the followers. So, we're going to get on to, um, and also in Dublin as well, because uh, this sexy man is going to be. Look at him there.
1: Jesus Christ. <clears throat> CD, CD man or sexy man. I don't know what's going on there. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Look mm, look at that.
0: Yeah. Got mail press passes for, uh, for France. So, we, we will be live as well in Paris. <laughs> wi Fi. Notwithstanding, hopefully, it's a a go. We'll we'll, we'll get a show. We'll get a live show out to you anyway in France and um, in uh, Dublin. So, right, let's move it on to the comments. I'm going to do my best here, lads. Michael Fowley. Hello, Facebook. Hello, Michael. Hope you're enjoying it. Uh, Daryl, who isn't going to Paris. Daryl, hope everything's okay. hey. Yep, uh first holy training new season. What's the crack, lads? Daryl, uh, top man, um last saw him over in Athens. Hopefully I'll catch up with you in Dublin. You won't make it to Paris, but hope all is well with you, pal. Uh Michael Foley continues. How's it going, lads? It's going very well, Michael. It's very warm here. You see me on the, the water a lot. It's really warm here. It's what 20 degrees, Martin. Are you warm or you pissed? The mm-hmm. latter, Both. What a <laughs> What about you, Nick? What's it like in Dublin? Is it? Yeah. Are, are yeah, it's you, nice.
2: Even, yeah, we've, we're finally getting summer after
0: three months of rain. Some, yeah, yeah. Heat, heat wave next week in in the UK. It's oh, yeah, it whopping heat wave. It's about ten degrees here. Tropical. Well, I mean, let's be honest, in Ireland, if you hit double figures, it's like drought territory, isn't it? So, yeah, you know, we all start panicking with the lifting. Water edges. Everyone wearing shorts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Host pipe band, not at us, isn't it? Um, Michael Foley, lads, exit for the world for the Rugby World Cup. Are you on, are you watching wrong the right, pot, wrong, part? Pot, wrong pot. I think you're on the wrong pot there, Michael. But uh, <laughs> um, that's been promotion. Good man, Michael. Good man. T. Hope you're enjoying yourself. Daryl Connor again. Now, I'm very optimistic as well, to be honest. Definitely could see Keddy getting three points. Daryl bless you. Uh Graham uh, if, on YouTube. If we pull off a win or get four points the next two, it will be the best result for the past ten years, in my opinion. I'm a omission was odd. And then he continues. How is Hendrick in that squad? He's got the photographs, Graham. That's why. Uh, but, by the way, just for legal reasons, I don't know. There's no photographs. <laughs> we're, we're joking. <laughs> we're, we're joking, but no, I, I, I don't know how he isn't. squad. Brian Wilson. Uh, Scales had a man of match performance today in the Old Firm. Should he have had a place in the squad? I think we touched on that very quickly, Nick. I I, I don't know. So many lads ahead of him. As I said, the only thing that
2: kind of works in his favor is that he's a left footer. But look, the lads in ahead of him are
0: are probably superior.
2: I I would have had him over Lanahan, though, to be honest. Okay,
0: fair enough. (laughs) Uh, Darrell O'Connor asks questions. uh, Who's you putting... Left wing back and right wing back. Doherty never does it for me. He's like a ghost and steroids. Maybe Festy on the right and Manning on the left, despite him not being a wing back. I think on current form, that's our best wing back combination. He, Doherty just, he's not playing.
1: He's just not, he's
0: not playing for Wolves. Well, he's he not play, can't, can't play the first game anyway. No, he, he, he didn't. No, that's true, actually. And he didn't play today for Wolves either, did he?
1: Jason Knight will play there against France on the yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. We'll go with that. Yeah, and he'll go with um. Yeah, he'll on the left. He'll just go with. I, I don't think he'll bring Manning in. I think he'll play McLean.
0: Yeah, I'd agree, McLean. Yeah, I mean he, you were right. Trusted. But he's he,
1: not going to bring people in and then just go. Oh, now you're good enough ahead of people I've had in for previous squads. He's gone very he's loyal. He's going to be very loyal. He's going to bring people in he trusts, and he's their backup yeah. to people he has, and that, that's it. That, that's that's.
2: But there were two best players in, in the Gibraltar game, which is our yeah, last game. Exactly. And, yeah. I mean, so I mean he's, Fra- he's gonna... France, France certainly <laughs> aren't Gibraltar, but I, I, I don't we see were how terrible. you can drop the two lads.
0: And we were rubbish against Gibraltar. We I'm were, sorry. but the two we, we were,
2: were but not, the two lads were but good. But Nile and McLean were very good. Yeah. Gibraltar.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't matter.
2: That's it does matter. It was Gibraltar. <laughs> it, does, it does when you have to break them down and, and the two lads were, were the players who broke them down. I know, but you can only you can only play what's in
0: front of you and they played very well. No, I know, but I no, I, I think yeah, I mean look, if he goes Jason Knight right, he's obviously gonna go Will Smallbone. Uh again, I like Will Smallbone, but for me, our best chance of beating France is having Cullen Malumbi and Knight. That's the whole Trinity for us in the centre of that park right now. Smallbone will be a top player, but he was he wasn't he didn't really do it against Greece, even though he did assist Nathan Collins, but he, he was pedestrian, he was he was anonymous for most of that. And I, I wouldn't I don't think he's ready, but anyway. Uh, Darrell Connor again. Fair play to Will Keane, but I wouldn't play him personally. Ferguson has to be starting both games. Yeah. Uh, so it's most likely to be like Benny or Connie with him. Good combo of
1: little and large. Do you reckon you go Connolly instead of like Benny with, with uh, Ferguson? I think I'll come in on this. I think he will go Evan Ferguson up front, and I think he will go Old Benny on the right. Um, and I think Connolly will come into like as if in the place of Mikey Johnson basically because he offers that bit of pace on the as a free at the top of that's the way he's going to go. But, um, I, I don't know, I, yeah, I just don't. I'll oh, be a certain, certainly for me, mm. gonna be in there.
0: Played the first game, didn't I? At uh, Kenilworth Road the other night, didn't do much from the loss. He, did he
1: came on, he came on 78th minute, yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it's not great. There was a need him, need him playing every week. Um, Connor says on YouTube, I'm not sure you lads are aware of this, not if you read Mike McGrath's article earlier. Who's Mike McGrath? I uh, don't know.
1: What about.
0: Don't know. Don't know, Connor, if you're still I,
1: watching. Clarify, Connor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, clarify, Connor. You're in a WhatsApp group with us. Uh, Darrell O'Connor, also a big shout out to the episode on the Dutch win in 2001. Never realized we were piss poor. Watched the whole game. Fuck me. How did they... Uh, how he didn't get a penalty I don't know Great campaign though Thank you Daryl Actually yeah I was shouting to Daryl on WhatsApp And he was saying that You know Oh I'm going to go back And watch this Because he remembers it being Like this great win This great performance It was a brave performance Don't get me wrong And it was brave But we were lucky And we were terrible And that's Nick as And Martin Because we, we all do the episodes That's why I love doing this week Back in the day Because Not to sound like a total twat We do educate the younger fans, because you go back and you have a look at it. And also the older fans, because they've forgotten about it, because there's this sort of spin put on it, you know. But we go back in, we open it up, we pull the rug back, and we have a look at it. And, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: you're completely right there, because everyone looks back and thinks, we beat Holland 1-0, and it must have been a brilliant performance. It really was. But wasn't. it wasn't. And, and that, that's the thing, and that's what you have to look yeah. back at. You know, that whole qualifying campaign, we've done really, really well. We well overachieved, and we got great results against Portugal and Holland. But, like...
0: The performances were terrible. We, we were
1: third seeds, I think. Oh well, no, we weren't third seeds, but we were we were the underdogs against them, two better teams, to be honest with you. Mm. And, yet yeah, we still performed. Well, In a sense, we got the results. We got we the results. professional. We
0: yeah. We were professional, but, look, yeah. uh, Holland away, for about 60 minutes, we were really good. Then we fell apart. Mm. Read of that what you will. Roy Keane, the sandwiches thing. But I think that is actually... Um, that's not the full story. And then Portugal away, we were terrible. Matt Holland got an absolute whirly, but Portugal battered us that night. And then uh, the game in Dublin against Portugal. Portugal should have been 4-0 up, hitting the post where we cached uh, Steve Staunton was terrible in defence, and he was terrible in the centre of defence for that campaign. And let's be honest, Kenny Cunningham was our best defender, but he was always injured. And Richard Dunn was absolutely dreadful against Portugal. Richard Dunn, where, where are you? Or where are you? George Hamilton screams at him. So, yeah, and then the Holland one. <laughs> it was a great performance, but it was just—it was sort of like Nick It finally got the look. He didn't have it in again, in France 98. He didn't have it in 2000, and it all sort of came. But all of our episodes, by the way, that's this week, back in the day, are on YouTube. You can get an audio, video, audio thingy, or you can go onto the website, greenmachinepodcast.com, greenmachinepodcast.com, and we'll move it on. Uh, Daryl O'Connor just needs to feed Evan Ferguson for Ireland, and he'll put it in. We can't have Marsillated up front, but interesting to see who starts up front with him. Connor himself and Sinclair Sinclair Armstrong. Um, He's was he injured? In time,
1: in time. time. I think you know, played for QPR yesterday. Came off sixty minutes. Looked very tired. You know, friend of the pod, Declan Finnegan, goes to QPR home and away. Said he he come on. Look amazing. Like we haven't really touched on Evan Ferguson's performance yesterday. That's amazing. Getting a hat trick. well, we did, man. We just missed it. You're no, I know that. But what a player he's going to be for us. And, you know, just even how Ireland deploy him, though, is going to be important because we're going to come up against really good sides where he's going to get frustrated. He was at France home, he was very isolated. Mm. And it is the, the point there, just made by our commenter, uh, was that he, you know, he needs that support. He needs that, uh, you know, someone backing him up, basically. And, it's got to be very exciting about him though. You know, what a player yeah. is gonna be. And you know, he just needs time though. He's eighteen years old. He's he, he, you know, yeah. we don't want it to flash in the pan. We've had that before. We we no, he won't him, be. possibly Connolly. This mm. guy is the real deal, as we know.
0: He really is. Martin Pastrick asks a question. Who's our last first player to in the PL in a game? I believe it was John Walters in
1: two thousand
0: fifteen. It was, yeah. yeah. There you go uh greg foley we're just gonna try and get through these lads as quick as we can uh lance what's your take on the new fai any opinions on a new ceo to be honest i think the shit show has just carried on from the previous area i agree with you greg uh three how long is he in the job two three years uh, four
1: Jonathan years i think
0: isn't it i know it's three? twenty twenty wasn't it <laughs> three years no no sponsorship doesn't live in london uh, sorry doesn't live in dublin still lives in london um we still, don't, we still don't have a main sponsor. It's absolutely ridiculous. I know the FBI are trying. Uh, there's a lot of things they do quite well, Greg, and they have improved upon the social media. Uh, you know, I think the communication um, has got better in some parts, the presentation, that sort of side of things. They are trying, but there are still things that they're failing and they need to be better with, such so as the communication in some aspects. The social media is very good. But like certain communications, Martin rightly put put out. You said, didn't you, Martin, about like who who's on standby? This kind of thing. They just need. Yeah, to look, look. My, my view
1: on this, I can I can speak of it as a chairman of yeah. a supporters club. Very little engagement from them officially. Um, very frustrating in a sense that we did have a fantastic relationship with John Delaney. You can knock that all you want, but that was he did engage with supporters clubs. He knew how important we were to it. Um. Now we've got a different kind of scenario there with a CEO, very little engagement, uh, very frustrating with the ticket office in spite of what we try and do with them and trying to bring custom to it. It's, it's, it's a business now. That's that's the whole thing about, I would say. And there's a lot of people within the FAI, I think are not football people, sadly. Um, and that's just an indictment of, of where they are at the moment. I think even the Vera Powell situation with her very good uh, and very, clear statement of frustration that she sent out um, and then she's also followed that up with the Tony O'Donoghue interview with RTE during the week it's very damning I think of the FAI of their engagement it's and, a black guy
0: it's yeah, a black yeah,
1: guy. It, 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 we, we have to be better and you know for all the progress we have made like you said uh, Dave you know no sponsor uh, you know it, it all oh. seems to be forward planning can we bring money in and we're gonna jump to the 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 Euros that we're going to host and we're forgetting about the, the interim period. Bread and butter. But we need to have fans involved and and part I of think, the, the future of the football.
0: I, you know, and we'll move on because we've got so many questions here, but, you know, just the final word on that is, you know, they're going on about they want to host the Euros. The T-Shot comes out, oh yeah, let's host the Euros. Let's show our world-class facilities. And then the FEI put a figure on it and said, by the way, we need a billion quid to get our facilities up to scratch over 15 years. And they were right to do it, by the way, the FAI, because you know, and that's that's old FAI have I've left left it to rot. They were right to to quantify that and go. Here we go. This is what we need. But anyway, uh, we're moving on there. Uh, John Muckian, Kenny will stick with Baz. That was. Yep. discussion with the goalkeeper. I do agree. Darrell Connor uh, has come in and said, in fairness, Calhoun Travis has conceded goals from outside the box for us to think it's a team-wide problem. needs to get that right. Kenny does. Uh, to be fair, Darrell, I know you love Kenny. He's had three years to get it right, and that is down to the aggression of the midfield. That is down to the mobility of the, mo- of the midfield, because if you want to play an attacking expansive style of football, when you lose the ball, you have to get it back straight away. And we've said that. The team is not aggressive enough. And that is a coaching problem. That is a coaching problem. That's the attitude that the players go out with from the manager. That's set by the manager and the coaching staff. And that is something Kenny does have to get on. And I do agree with you there. That's why. They're, we're not closing the players down so they have a pot shot. And there you go. Um, sorry, that's a sort of went rogue there for a moment. Uh, John Muckian, who's playing right back um, against the French to be a question? I think we, we all agree. Jason and I, he'll go what uh, he had. Um in the last game. Darrell O'Connor, good to see Andrew in the team. Definitely having Egan and at the back. Uh Andrew could well be the third centre back. Don't know how he wasn't originally in the squad. Connor again. Thing, thing I don't get is the Amab Amabamba he played two full ninety minutes in August in the league cup and a few games off the bench and isn't selected where Hendrick is picked. And does he even train the first team? No, obviously now he has signed for Sheffield Wednesday, but when the squad was announced, that move hadn't gone through and he hadn't. Played it off in Newcastle. Daryl O'Connell, Leam Scales, done class today. He did get man of the match against them, Scum. Are you referring to Rangers, Daryl? Uh, Daryl again, whether I'd have Leam Scales in the squad yet, I probably wouldn't. John Muckian, Egan took a knock and had to come off against Everton. That's obviously about our speculation as to why Amabamadeli is now in the squad. But it doesn't solve the conundrum of why he wasn't in it in the first place. Uh, Brian Wilson, probably keen
1: uh, there's he something about the hat tricks,
0: uh, Robbie Keane. It's yeah, not,
1: it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, obviously. no, no, it was, it was John
0: Walters. Daryl O'Connor, hopefully, Egan isn't injured, he'll be captain, seemingly. And we have a very good record with Egan as captain. Start from a program, good man, Darryl. You, he is a man, he knows his stuff. Archduke 8199, yes, scales got man in the match in Glasgow Derby, played very, very well. Uh, John Mucking, they called up Andrew because it knocked Egan. There's a chance he starts against France, similar to Portugal away. Kieran Boyle. And you well, listen, here we are uh, over in sunny Florida, lads. Labor Day weekend. He even spells labor without the U. You are definitely Americanized, young man. Brews on deck. Hot dogs are plenty. Even the fellow in the liquor store knows Kenny ain't about it. I'm sure you <laughs> have educated him on that, uh, Kieran. Um, squad is full of dead weight. No leaders. Bunch of Irish players with below average manager. Fourth place in the group. Nailed on. Kieran Boyle again. And way to Jesus with you know what. <laughs> Hope you're doing well, Kieran. Good to hear from you, pal. Darrell Connor, do you reckon his post was to do with the Green Machine? That is James McLean having a go. Um, I prob—well, no, it wasn't. Need to talk to you about that, Nick. I want to know who that was. I mean, yeah, no- I don't know how. It, I don't, yeah, I don't. I, and then I was kind of doubt myself.
2: I don't know how it could have been because, jeez, oh, we give we love James with, McLean. We've given number praise James
0: McLean, so I don't know how. But now I—I fairly sure it's another. Outless. Oh, hold on. Um, Have an update there. Connor has put into the WhatsApp group. He said the Mike McGrath article earlier on, and it's apparently is from Transfer News Live. Um, right, right. Source Mike McGrath. Evan Ferguson is eligible to switch International allegiance to England. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus, yeah. <sighs> He's born in... Oh, my God. Nonsense. Yeah. And Connor rightly says absolute ridiculousness, but good man. Uh, Connor, thank you for clarifying that. Jimmy Shell, hi lads, great shows. I was of course Jimmy. Uh, just reading about Brendan Rogers having an interest in Queen and Calgary for Celtic as a long term replacement for Joe Hart. Yeah, it'd be better than
1: Joe Hart. Yeah. <laughs> it than... would be though. Well, like, well, like it's it's a no brainer that in a, in a way, young the goalkeeper. League. Yeah, yeah. playing Champions League experience. Lisa gets exactly that League. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not going to get a lot of pressure there. In a sense, you're not going to get a lot of pressure there, are you? He needs yeah, to play. He needs yeah, to play, exactly. So he mean... can play there. Joe Hart is finishing up his yeah. career. So wouldn't Understand. be a bad move at a very high-profile club for him. Yeah. And Irish connected. Always going to do well. But yeah. it's a risk for him, though, as well. Because if it goes wrong there... Then it's like, oh, well, you couldn't make it there. And you
0: shouldn't Shane, well, make Shane it, Duffy found out, when out, unfortunately. John Mucky, no one's calling for League of Ireland teams. That is about uh, James McLean giving out about that. Uh, sorry, League of Ireland players as John. That's that's uh, a bit of a giveaway for who I think that was aimed towards, by the way. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Yeah. Um. No, you still have to tell me. My mind's gone a million miles an hour. I want to know though. I really do want to know Daryl I love James McLean speaking as mine, etc. But coming after his own Irish support, I disagree with. At the end of the day, it's not our opinions uh, picking the squad, unfortunately. It's Kenny. Uh, Graham. McLean should be phased out. Graham, again, very forced to get uh, to 100 caps. Uh, Daryl O'Connor. I back him all day long when he speaks out about the poppy, about James McLean. But he should pick his battles, as I said, just because some are saying he shouldn't start doesn't mean he won't. Shouldn't. Take it personal. 100%, Daryl. He's very I'll sensitive.
1: Just, just come in, James McLean. I mean, it's amazing for me, looking back at 2012, when he was picked in the squad, Trappertoni and all that kind of stuff, that he ever got to 100 caps, because he's a very limited footballer. I'm going to be honest, right? All very left-footed, right? you but, coming
0: out to Green Machine now.
1: <laughs> no, no, but fair play. Like I think he's done amazingly well. And he's always performed, and he's always stepped up, and he's played wherever he wants to play, or we've been asked to play. And I just think he's taken it massively yeah. personal. And it's not that because he's had some amazing support from the Irish support. And I think he's 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 taken it far too personally. Is, is it because he probably is looking to go back to League of Ireland perhaps one day? You know, let's not knock his achievement. There's very few yeah. over 100 caps. He's done it. Crack on, James. You've done really, really well. You're, you're still in the squad. Mm. We know we can count on you with it. Mm. But, you know, don't take it out personally. No,
0: no, no. Calm down. Calm down, James. David Curley. Uh, Kenny out of his depth, but doesn't he st- still deserve job purely on the amount of youngsters he's brought through? Give it to a better manager five years when we're actually ready for tournaments. Se- I've been
2: thinking about this a lot lately, lads, and I, I don't know what the alternative to the to the youngsters were. Because if you look at the team just before Kenny came in, I mean, you'd Dave McGoldrick up front. You would like, Sean Williams, you know made his debut only a couple of years before. Players like that, Connor Harrahan was was playing and um, Richard Kyo. The the youngsters were playing first team football. Adam Ida was playing first team football. Troy Parish mm. was, was getting a few appearances here and there. Michael Obafemi getting first team football. So Andrew Almobadele as well. So a lot of these youngsters it's not it's not like Stephen Kenny just promoted them to the to the seniors when they were with the youth teams of their clubs. They were playing senior club football. And I think Mick McCarthy was there People say, "Oh, Mick is overly loyal and yada yada yada," but I've no doubt that Mick McCarthy would have injured. Like Mick McCarthy was was going to call up Adam Ida, wasn't he? And then he was out of the job or whatever, and he called call up. Lee- he called up Leo Connor. He called up Josh Cullen. Like he brought, he gave Josh Cullen
0: his break. What's um, the young lad that, that was at Celtic, and he ended up playing O'Connor, at Queens Park? Yeah. No, no, he ended up playing. A oh, uh, Luke, Luke Connell. So, like, yeah, he, he was going kind to of m- call him up for. Yeah, and, and
2: Luke, Luke Connell's an excellent player. Obviously, he's is injury issues at the moment, but but Mick McCarthy brought Luke Connell into the into the Ireland squad when he was seventeen. So I, 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 I understand yeah. that Stephen Kenny has brought the youngsters in, but the youngsters were were the only option, to be honest. Regardless.
0: Hmm. So okay. I
2: I I don't fully buy that argument. And, no no no. And I, I, and I bought and I bought into that argument for a long time. But
0: I don't. He, I don't... he just did what a responsible manager would do. Yeah. To be fair, O'Neill and Trapattoni before him were very responsible. Didn't really give a monkey's about bringing young players through. Stephen Kenny just done what any manager, what any sensible manager that has a long term goal and long term contract would have done. Um, Mick McCarthy, obviously 2019. Don't forget, guys. He had a one year contract. Get getting one man one goal get us to the Euros by hook or by crook. And then Stephen Kenny comes in. So he went with short term because that's what he had to do. But I do agree. Mitt McCarthy, 1.0, the very first one from 96 to 2002 would have gone with the young players because he did it back in 96. Right. We're going to try and get through the rest of these comments, lads, as quick as we can. Uh, well said, by the way, Nick, John Muckian, we are looking for a full Premier League team, not League two got a full Premier League backline and a striker. We'll get there. We will get there. Connor, the thing I don't get about this, but his statement is basically called his international teammate Jamie McGrath shite because he's playing. He's not playing for one of the top two in Scotland.
2: That's McLean's statement, is it? Because he was slagging off Scotland, yeah. Yes, yes. Why
0: Sorry. I think Jamie McGrath would probably agree with him. <laughs> he probably would. Say, I know, I'm shite. I know, James. You're right. You're right. Uh, John Muckian agrees better on a Kenny. That is what uh, Nick's comment on James McLean. Um, Grania, Grania Peoples. James is a fantastic player, never gives up. No, he wears his heart in the sleeve, you know. And we love James. We do love James. Daryl Connor. I agree McLean is better under Kenny. Anytime he crossed under O'Neill, it never beat the first man. Has improved with Kenny, but he shouldn't be taking critics personally. Top Irishman, but. Uh, Kieran Boyle, very, very debatable that anyone has improved under Kenny, let alone McLean. And Niall Duddy, Mark Fitzpatrick, Jonathan Walters in 2015. Who's last? Irish player to score a hat trick in the Premier League, as I said before him, it was Liam Best in 2011. Uh, Robbie Keane scored three Premier League hat tricks, two in 2003 and again in 2009. Thank you for that, Noel. Do appreciate that, good man. Uh, John Mckean, I want to see Festy and Manning start. Would be nice, but probably not the right Aren't, game to do will it. Will not happen. Won't happen. No, uh, Darla Connor. I didn't credit that uh, criticize the doubt it's tonight, Martin. We will give you a break this week. No, don't don't give him a break. He doesn't deserve one. John Muckin, see in Paris. We will do. D John, come up, say hello, please. Uh, Declan Finnegan on your oh. star Thursday morning. Good man, Declan. Hope you are well. Grania Peoples, James played out of his skin for Kenny in the first division. A standing player, cop on. Um, I don't know who does that, Grania. Um, Nick probably again. We know he hates James McLean. Uh, Darla O'Connor, Oh God, I hate TikTok and all them stupid dances, brain dead content. But that's the sort of content we like, Darl. Uh, Darl again. The lanyard has got to make an appearance. Genoa, Hold on.
1: Oh Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah, you might think that. <laughs> Which one? Ah, would... oh, here we go. Against Norway. Just for you, Daryl, baby. Here we are. I knew something was missing. Uh, David Curley, is our underage setup actually decent now, or is that a myth? Uh, Might be naive, but hopefully uh, we'll be like the new Switzerland in a few years. Fuck off the ball. GM all the way. Good (laughs) man, David Curley. Fuck off the ball.
2: Just on that, you, you have to look at the underage setups elsewhere. You have to look outside of Ireland just to see that we're not one of the top Um. You know, underage systems in the, in Europe, as we like to think we are, we're we're not. And um, the one thing I would say is, I mentioned this last week on the podcast. Like under under Root Doctor, uh, the former technical director, we had a lot of um, underage finals appearances, and things seem to have reverted to a completely different system after years and years of work from Root Doctor, and we're not qualifying for as many tournaments as we were. I'd say under seventeen level, under nineteen level. Um, but as I said, you just have to take a little look around Europe and just see that we are not one of the top mm. underage systems,
0: as, as yep. we like to think we are. No, I mean, we we do get better, but everyone gets better. Even Exactly, better. that's it, yeah. If that makes sense. Glenn Forbes has a question for you, Martin. Um, going forward, I think the strategy going forward against France uh, or against France and going forward should be get it to Ferguson, have Ferguson take all the free kicks and penalties, maybe have him go and go manage the team and drive the bus too, and is me t-shirt and pins in the mail Martin
1: t-shirt pins in the mail Uh yeah, Evan Ferguson completely agree, he should do everything for us and uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing you in Paris, if you're
0: there yeah,
1: Glenn, say hello absolutely,
0: Um, and yes he should drive the bus, Daryl Connor there was a 15 minute video recap of highlights of the whole campaign for 2002 on YouTube, good video also uh lad used to work with John Fallon, former Irish kit man, making an appearance in it. I must check it out. Uh, Darrell Connor, I'll bring back Noel Mooney. Don't rate John the hill at all. Agreed. Good. Good we, love no. we love Noel. We love Noel. Kieran Boyle. Kenny's the sole reason there's no main sponsor for the team. Anyone else would have been gone long ago. Mm. Mm. It's definitely mm, a factor, yeah. but I think I think the way the FAI is run is, is the main, and how it has been mm. run is is the main reason why we don't have a sponsor. Oh, wow. I'm the next Grang. one's a mad one. Uh, Graeme, uh, and lads, if he's one of the comments, please keep your answers nice and concise. I do need to get through this. Graham, they were right to not continue Vera Powell's contract, in my opinion. Martin?
1: Mm. Uh, I'm a big fan of Vera Powell. I can see a lot of, obviously, talk about it. I, I respect the fact she did the interview, uh, the statement. Tony O'Donoghue thing. I I think that's, it's it's mad. I think we're going to obviously cover it on a podcast on itself I think because it's so worth going into. Um, She's massively undermined there. Mm. I'm amazed how well we did at the World Cup and if if it's true what Vera says it's amazing that we actually did as well as we did because she's just seemed to be undermined at every level and it doesn't look like I haven't responded. No, they haven't and this is the thing, you know uh, let's look at it over in Australia, the FAI were asked to kind of do press conferences or having a have, have an interview with the, the press coverage over there. Uh, didn't want to do it, and yet in the background, everything's being done to undermine the team. And yeah. I think if it comes out that that is the case, I think it's got has got a role at that top level. To be honest, I, think I agree. It's very very dangerous what our CEO's doing if he's done that. What what they've said, yeah, um, and and. You know, it's it's brilliant. The the, the comparison between the, the men's team and the women's team, you know, we've got a woman who's got us to the World Cup. Okay, lots of controversy behind her. Um, you know, I think I've got an opinion on that, of course, that we've, we've given mm. before. But, you know, Stephen Kenny's actually failing at the moment, and yet we're still backing him, giving extension to contracts. Um, you know, same CEO, same board. I, I, I would actually question the board. What are they doing? And I think there's massive questions to be asked to them okay. now. They have to be accountable. And when are they, when is that going yeah. to happen?
0: Okay. Fair enough. There you go, Graham. Hope that answers that one. Blaine Forbes. What's been the last day transfer move for Norwich players this, this season? Unlike like to forest. I think that's probably been the only one to be fair. Um, although I would have liked to see seen Keller get a move somewhere. Daryl O'Connor, uh, also speaking on hosting the Euros, I originally thought top two ranked go through automatically. Heard something else that we play, North Scotland, Wales, England, in a tournament for the spots. But well, that's the thing. Uh, it's flawed. It's completely flawed. And anyone who thinks that it's going to go for Irish football, Martin, uh, I, I think is absolutely living in cloud, and it does nothing to promote the facilities or to improve the facilities in this country. It's one stadium. It's already built. You want, when you have a Euros, Daryl, as we all know, you want stadiums to improve. You want transport to improve. You want an investment in the product in Ireland. You're not going to get that. And there was talk that we we're going to use GAA stadiums. Said, I'm just going go to go to a GAA stadium, apparently, at one stage. But it'll just be one stadium, I think. But, yeah, I totally agree. And a world-class facilities, even though we need a billion quid to get them up to scratch. Do me a favour. as Roy would say. And St. Kevin's Football Club.
1: Yeah. Brilliant! Fair play, right? Fantastic. Um, Just yes. coming on that, Wrist London has supported them many years ago with the team of Robbie Brady, Jeff Hendrick, Nick's favourite player. Um, We <laughs> fantastic. Like, love seeing the PFA awards in England last week with Liam Brady there, former Saint yes. Kevin's boy, president of Wrist London, by the way, uh, and his dad and granddad and Evan, of course, as well. Uh, amazing to see what a what a development team they are. To be honest, and Fabulous. yeah, you know, they... only going only getting better and and. You know, I love the whole Evan Ferguson story and I love the way they're so cheeky that they've asked for the match ball to be given to them to put in their clubhouse. So fair play. Thanks for listening. And hope Evan will deliver on that because he's very grounded. I'm yeah. sure he doesn't want to keep it, but brilliant.
0: Absolutely. Glenn Forbes again watching the interview with Poe and the mess with the Spanish FA. I'm pretty convinced FIFA is just full of channel ladies. It seems to be the culture. Uh, Rob Aladdin, any thoughts on playing cons in midfield? I've I mean, seen that. I've seen that floated around a bit, and uh, I don't know. Yeah. Declan Rice is a centre half,
2: wasn't he? Turned into a midfielder, and um, Collins is very tidy in the ball. He could probably do a job there. But Darrow Shea, I think, would would actually do a job there. I think he's very adaptable to mm. different positions. So may, maybe him. But no, I don't. I don't think so. We're very like midfield, very heavy on centre centre
0: halves. But I no, mean, don't think so. I mean, Jack did it. Did he with Lawrence and McGrath? As well, it was him and Whelan, I think, playing against England, McGrath and Whelan. So it can happen, but he he is very good on the ball, to be fair. No, it's, it's an interesting one though, Rob I would do like that. Graham, youngest cat before Kenny was Anna Brown at twenty-six, is mad. It's a transition phase that needed to be done, much like Gary Speed, the next manager will reap the benefits. I do agree there. Um as I as I said, Graham, it's it was just we were just horribly mismanaged for years. There was no responsible man uh, managerial um, there was just no management. There was no uh, responsible management doing things properly, aligning all the teams together, which is what we're, we're trying to do now, have, marrying all the, the different age groups, playing the same style of football and bringing them through Guevara. Because you know what? When you get them in the shop window, playing for the international team, they get moves. Who, you know.
1: See, uh, look, Keith Andrew said that for a long time on off the ball and stuff. I think the, the key thing with this is, into this next international window, got two games now, I know they've said, oh, two points orders. it's been alluded that oh, Stephen Kenny needs to get this. The fact of it is, if we don't get results here, Stephen Kenny is very likely to be gone. Then we've got two games against Greece mm. and uh, d- Dead Rubbers and New Zealand. Then it comes into the, uh, the Nations League draw um, in December. And we don't know who we're even planning that, what seed we're going to be or anything. And th- there is actually a weird scenario. If we don't do very well in this group, as we're not doing at the moment, but we can still qualify for the Euros because it all depends on the other teams, teams, what they're doing and how they get on. So we could actually go into a playoff kind of semi-final kind of quarter-final, kind of thing. And then it goes into a final that can all happen, but we just don't know. And, and madly the FAI, I mean, we talked about this at risk London's meeting the other night, uh, deck I know is on the, on the call or, or well on the show watching, um, they're selling season tickets next year on the basis of we don't know actually any of the games that we're going to be playing in. And that's the commercially minded FAI at the moment. We do not know what we're doing going forward. That's not their fault because we don't know where we are qualify, mm. qualification wise. Mm. But That's just mad that we just don't know. And yet they're trying to sell that kind of thing. And it all all about these results coming forward. And we could have two dead rubbers, a part of current season ticket. Greece and New Zealand that we're going into now. And, you know, there could be half-empty stadiums at these games and that's what the FAI are going to be very, very worried about. Yeah. Commercially minded. That's it.
0: No, that's fair. Kieran Boyle, uh, why does Kenny keep getting credit for bringing youngsters through? That's all there was to pick as as Nick said. Uh, There were a bunch of retirements when he came on and he managed to pick youngsters. Kenny stays uh, getting the soft touch from the press, especially off the ball. Who you have to pay for these days, you don't have to pay for us, though, Kieran. Um, Rob Aladine, could we have Colin play more forward and let Collins do a holding role? No, don't think so. No, it's an interesting one, though, Rob. So, it, I'll tell you what, it's better, it's better than playing. Um, sorry, it was Christy, <laughs> an hour telling them that you're playing in center midfield against
1: Northern Ireland. It's better than that. I'll absolutely give you that. Uh, Glenn <laughs> Fork says, Thanks, Martin badges in it's, the post it's the message if you're starting to look about collins coming a, a, a defender who plays mm. with that team week in week out and you're saying to our midfielders we're going to play you there it's different to paul mcgrath paul mcgrath's an absolute legend he can play anywhere mm. that's it but it's different no, no, I'm, just, collins, to be honest. I'm, I'm
0: just giving a, an example that it has been yeah yeah like it's not it's no, not crazy not. <laughs> and to be fair it's not a crazy uh suggestion to put a right back who plays in channels into the big pond in the midfield an hour mm-hmm. before a position he hadn't done since he was twelve. Oh yeah, that before. is what. Yeah, that's insanity. But no, uh, Rob, I think Rob makes an interesting one there. It's not outrageous. Darrell O'Connor, last couple of comments coming up here. Absolutely agree. Euros does nothing for us, and we might not even get automatic spots. Great show tonight, lads. Looking forward to Kenny. Hopefully, getting a two plus points. Well, hope you know. I'd like to see him do it. Um, Darrell O'Connor, bring back third place, getting the playoffs. Too confusing to work out. I'm still trying to work it out. Uh Greeks get a playoff despite where they finish. And the last comment of okay. the night, Rob Aladine just think both players are good ballers. Um Annie Morning will be there soon. Right. Well, that it well, actually, Rob says, Great show, lads. Thanks. <laughs> we're gonna leave it there. Good man, Rob. Uh, thank you for those comments. Right, we're gonna get into it. Are we gonna get to the end of it?
1: We've I have a big week ahead of me, we, Dave. We've got a big yeah. week
0: ahead of me. We? we do. There's music. There we go, lads. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was trying to work it out. A big week ahead for you and I, Martin. We're going to be around the place, aren't we? We're going to be in Paris. We're going to be in Dublin. We're going to be uh, doing our
1: thing. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, we're there. Yeah. Have you sobered up yet, Martin? Have you? I am. Look, I'm there now. Is that Man United Arsenal today? Very, very disappointing, but. <laughs> You know, we move on. It's it's international week now, so that's what it's about. That's the main focus.
0: That's the main focus. Yeah, good thing we're not doing a Premier League show. And, of course, that is the main focus for us. Uh, We will be around. We're going to be in Paris. Martin and I will be in Paris. We will be in WCs, Come up and say hello to us. Absolutely. Uh, We will have a preview Um, In Paris We're going to have a recorded preview I'm going to be in the Park de France somewhere Or hiding in a bus shelter Trying to do a live show somewhere um, Or record a show Then we will be live in the stadium We will do a pre-game show And we'll do the aftermath Of course, as always We'll see how it goes And you have your say We'll also be in Abbottstown uh, when I basically, I am landing in Dublin and I'm going straight over to Havistown to the press conference. We're going to do another preview show there. And then, of course, the same same applies, lads. Life in Lansdowne Road. We'll have uh, the preview. We'll have the uh, squad announcement or the uh, team announcement. And we will be live afterwards for the aftermath and see how we get on against the Dutch. And then, of course, when we get back to Blighty, Martin and I, that night, I think it's on the September 11th, we are going to do a live review. No holes barred. Isn't that right, lads? We're just going to go for it. Just say what you want. Tell us what you think about the uh, the window, and we'll have a chat about it, and then we'll see where we go from there. Anyway, thank you very, very much, guys, for listening out there. Thank you for your comments. Hope to see you in Paris. Hope to see you in Dublin. And um, hope to see some wins on the board, but um, who knows? Anyway, lads, we're going to leave it there. Thank you very, very much and um, we are going to see you on the next one and yet again I am struggling to find it here we go, <laughs> all the best all right. All right.